From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion Email Edition for January 14th, 2011 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, and Teresa Eccles. We lost Kevin Close somewhere. John and Walter are still sick. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Kevin, he can't drive after dark. (laughs) No, he can't drive after dark, and we're running late today, so... Um, so yeah, Kevin had to take off. So we've got, uh, emails and voicemails for you. Someone took my little piece of paper that I normally read off of for, Uh-oh, it's MIA. Where is it? Oh, it's up on the, the cork board. Why for is some it on the odd reason? Why would it be there? <laughs> That's odd. It's All right. Right, here, right. That's what I need. Thanks. I moved it there. I didn't want it to get thrown away. I thought we, you were going to redo the uh, the studio because Bob wrote that. Oh, oh, oh. No, I no, wrote this. No, I was going to say that's Pete's handwriting, that's and hand one of those really? is mine. Yeah. Huh. Well, so. All right. Anyway, <laughs> we're doing our email and voicemail show where we read your emails and play your voicemails. If you would like to send an email with a question or comment for the crew to be read on the show, podcast at wdwinfo.com is the email address toll free in the united states canada and mexico 1877-310-9662 you'd think i'd have that memorized by now but you'd be wrong uh, the local number if you can't for some reason use a toll free 407-574-5093 if we read your email or play your voicemail on the show you will get your choice of a disunplugged t-shirt or disunplugged pin and lanyard and then once a month we will select one person at random and award that person a prize from the prize matron could be anything from a 25 dollars disney gift card to an ipad i still haven't heard from those people i called out who haven't responded to their win (laughs) so i'm wondering if i should draw new people maybe if we don't hear from them soon yeah people check your emails if we read your I also called you out on air, full name. Wow. <laughs> That's like a fight. We're going to give you some, You've been called out. We're going to give somebody else your stuff. It's a shot at an iPad. Shot at a trip. Hotel stays. All sorts of cool stuff we give away. Yep. Just ask the people on the podcast cruise. I felt like uh, we didn't give away enough last year. We got to give away more this year. I thought mm. the year ended with a bang, though, with the cruise. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We know we made up. We made up for it. We made up for it, but I want to give away more this year. I really do. We didn't do it enough last year, so that's what I want to do. So generous. I am. I'm just a giver. <laughs> 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 so we um, we're gonna kick off the show. Shut up. <laughs> gonna kick off the show with our first voicemail of the new year coming to us from Rob. Hey Pete, this is Rob in Michigan. Rob R on the boards. Um, I had called you. I think just as you had announced that you were heading um, over to rehab to kind of take care of everything, and I just wanted to touch base with you after listening to yesterday's sick show. Um, I love listening to the Disney Plug podcast, don't get me wrong. Um, 
I think you guys have phenomenal chemistry. Uh, it comes across very well um, in your program. I've been listening since the beginning, um, and I think you know the, the audio quality improvements over the years, I would say, along with the content improvements and just the flow of it, you guys have, I think, one of, if not the best podcasts out there, period, let alone in the Disney community. But I have to say, I've really enjoyed the Pete Solo show. Um, it kind of felt like it just kind of pulled up a chair across from you and let you have at it. And uh, the rants were funny. I'm not a coffee drinker, so some of that was lost on me, but I still appreciated it. And, uh, yeah, it is kind of a bummer when there's no show. And if you're thinking of maybe doing a, a Pete Solo show in lieu of a no-show um, through the year, I think that'd be great. Um, <laughs> and I would say, I will say I was very pleasantly surprised when I heard that was the story and it was just you and your microphone and uh, your coffee. I thought that was pretty cool. So I don't want to ramble, but I did want to let you know. Um, I'm sure little people will be, well, I missed the team, blah, blah, blah. But I did. <laughs> 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 great work and uh, all that fun stuff and we'll talk to you next time thanks Pete bye oh Rob we love you too <laughs> <laughs> thanks Rob I actually I just want to let her I, I, I did not uh, uh, I accept what we met I didn't screen voicemails I just kind of picked these very, random. <laughs> very quickly and so I did not know that was going to be the first voicemail of the new year but that was very nice and thank you very much for that Rob um I'm not sure what you meant about me heading off to rehab. That was that was a while ago, oh, a long time ago. That was that was but September. He said he, of, he, said he contacted you though around that time. Maybe he oh, sent you a oh, personal oh, email oh, or something. Okay, okay, okay. I was just like, There's no, there, no, please God, no, please God, no. Well, I'm I'm glad. I mean, people really accepted your solo show. I was afraid to be more like oh, I want the whole team, but I was happy that everyone yeah. enjoyed it. it. So I like the title. The, the six, it, that's what it would have to be. You know, I. Because there, there were times, you know, I, 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 was, I kept thinking to myself, especially last year, it really bothered me. For some reason last year, I was sick more last year than I have been in years. And there were times where I was like, you know what, I'm sick, but I could do a show. I just can't have anybody around me because I don't want to get anybody else sick. And I, that you know, with, with everybody else sick last week, I was just like, you know, I don't want to not do the first show of the new year. That just would suck yeah. I missed the team rah, rah, rah. you're the only person <laughs> in my opinion that could sit here and pull off a solo show oh yeah I I'd agree just be sad with one of us sitting at home mm-hmm. well, I'm here all alone sitting there with my tissue <laughs> I don't think I oh yeah because Teresa would be crying the whole time <laughs> no I mean I mean because I was sick or something just, I don't know I, it, it was really strange I, I I'm I'm gonna be honest I did not enjoy it I didn't enjoy it it was uh weird um, I'm glad some people liked it. You know, you I, could have made Walter sit with you. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been weirder. <laughs> a little too private there. I uh, yeah, really. Um, I I just I don't know. I I I think I think I, I agree with Rob. It's better than no show, but it's not the ideal. The ideal is having you guys here. Well, of course. And that's what I enjoy. I you know I I love this part of it. Um, so sitting here just talking But like he said here. He felt like you were sitting in a chair Oh that's what I was trying him. to do I was trying to do it he in a way that I was You know 
Like you had pulled up a chair next Having to him. Having a conversation. And, yeah. so, Evening with Pete. Um, <laughs> should have turned around. If it would have been the right time of the year, you know, when that guy's cutting the grass. And he could, you know, <laughs> you could talk you were to him. In here talking to yourself. Like you half naked intro, guy. Though, you know, I know, presenting an evening with Pete. Yeah. You know, I think. Always, it's no. the sick show. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> but, I, uh, I, but I appreciate that, Rob. That was very nice. Thank you very much for saying that. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, like I said, you know, throughout the year, um, at least now I know I can do it. I've never done that before. I, so the, for, in five years, it's the first time. Oh, really? That was the first time? I've never done solo. a solo anything with the show. No? So you're just sitting in this room all by yourself? I sat here. It was about 1130 at night. What was? Because you took a break and called me. Yeah. And we talked. And I, I uh, you know, made myself, made myself a coffee and lowered the lights and had a little candle going and talked to the microphone. Well, I just wanted some ambiance. <laughs> It's like he was taking a bubble Smoking bath. Cigarette. Wanted some, <laughs> wanted some ambiance. I actually thought about that, but I'm like, no, I can't smoke in here. Um, you know, and just, you know, just did a show. For me, if I, if I was going to do that, it would have to be like in the middle of the night. I would have to sit and do that in the middle of the night. I couldn't do it like middle of the day. That that would be even more weird. But it was cool. It was, you know, it was what it was, and I'm was glad people liked it. And, it's interesting. You know, and I'm glad I had two rants to throw in there. Because like I said, I really do scare the hell out of these guys when I do my rants. So it's just kind of, it's better <laughs> for me like, to avoid eye contact. Because we don't know what to say. <laughs> Should it's we like, say anything? Should we not? Like, don't look directly at me. There's this extreme emotion loose in the room. <laughs> so, all right. Well, again, thank out. you. Thank you for that, Rob. Teresa, why don't you give us one of your emails? All right. This comes from Bill in Kappa, Hawaii. I'm taking my family to Disney World in September. And I want to go to where he lives. Mm-hmm. I know. My two-year-old daughter, Annabelle, is a huge fan of Tinkerbell, or Tinky, as she calls her. There are many places. Are there many places that we can see Tinkerbell in Disney World? Are there meet and greets? If so, where can I find them? If we don't miss them while we're there, thanks for the help, Bill. Well, right now, she's in Pixie Hollow in Toontown, which is no longer going to be there after February 12th, correct? Yes. Yeah, I think. So, and I... They're tearing down Pixie Hollow with a bulldozer. Mm-hmm. I know. I hope Annabelle is not listening. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Bye, Tinky. Um, Of course, she she going to Hollywood Studios. I heard that. As far as I know. Okay. And uh, also, uh, you know, you can also see her in some parades. Well, you see her before uh, every fireworks show at at the Magic Kingdom. She flies out of the castle, and but I think um, he's thinking like up close and personal, right? So hopefully, you'll get to Hollywood Studios, and they'll have a little area set up and. That's become very popular. You just have I'd be to surprised check your, if they did. Your park map or your, you know, your mm-hmm. times guide, it'll list where you can meet her. Right. Because she is fun to meet. I mean, we went to Pixie Hollow and met her. And that was very, I remember you telling that story when that first opened. That was very engaging for Stella. It was. Mm-hmm. It was, and it was. I enjoyed it. The whole, you know. But they thought you were creepy. Well, that could be too. <laughs> <laughs> but it was real, it was geared right at the children. They just kind of, the parents just kind of faded off into the background and. It was a one-on-one. That's cool. With Tink and all her little friends. And what's cool? Stella still talks about it. I would check the times guide for whatever park you're at and ask a cast member because they'll know where, where the characters isn't, are. Isn't yeah. that what Julie just said? Did she? I, I just said check your maps and your. <laughs> okay, but well. you should ask a cast member. So but that's she is even an better. elusive little fairy, though. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I, could go, I could so much I could do with that. There's just so much. Oh, shut up, Sal. Okay, Corey, let me look. It's not like Chippendale. As John says, those rodents. <laughs> the filler characters. Filler characters. <laughs> filler characters. 
All right. Well, thank you for that, Teresa. Corey Patrick. Uh, this comes from Kevin from Michigan. Um, I was wondering if anybody has boarded their pets at the new kennels, and if you've heard any reviews about it. I need to bring my two dogs with me um, February 17th, and I haven't heard anything about the place. Well, we boarded our two small dogs there for one night during the uh, Swan Dolphin Classic, and they're, they're small dogs. They're miniature pinchers, so they usually share the same space. space. Now, they we opted for one of the smaller spaces they have two um two indoor indoor only uh suites there's the indoor suite where they can't go outside um on their own there's also the indoor outdoor two-room suite where if it's nice outside and part of the day they'll open this little latch and your dogs can go outside in this little area we opted for the smaller one because they told us it's actually larger they because they have the outside area and it was oh, a beautiful okay. day that our dogs were going to be there mm-hmm. and they said we'll probably keep it open most of the day until bedtime tonight so our dogs had you know in and, and out, out in and out, out the whole time but it's all no no we did the opposite they didn't do the indoor outdoor we did the indoor only because no, they we didn't yeah no we didn't Ooh. <laughs> oh let's ask the dogs i would actually if you dogs stay there for more than two nights I would go for one of the villas. These villas are incredible, but they fill up fast, really fast. The VIP suite, they have four of these. This is 226 square feet. This is... Wow, bigger than a stateroom. <laughs> exactly. Then there's a vacation villa, which is... They have 14 available, 72 square feet. And then the indoor-outdoor two-room suite, it's uh, 36 to 48 square feet. And then the indoor suite is 32. What's in the suite, Corey? Is it just like a big empty room? or They have a pet cot in there. But I, a pet cot, I would bring your own um, cushion. Familiarity, yeah. Right, exactly. And they include you know one walk or two walks per day, depending on what, what you get. The villas, they get a lot. They actually get a personal concierge. They get two I walks. I thought that was the VIP suite. Well, this is the, yeah, the VIP suite, but the villa, there's one walk, one play group session, one turn down service each day. You Whoa. have a, a flat screen TV. You have a 20 foot uh, private outdoor patio. Your what? dog is going to be well taken care of what at this place. Let's put TV? it that way. Animal Planet? Yeah, they know. put Animal Planet on <laughs> in the Disney Channel. Rin Tin Tin. But you can bring <laughs> your own DVDs too if you want. Like pictures of you. Up there. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking Disney movies. My dog is hearing the word kennel and he's pacing around <laughs> yes. this room. The prices range from $34 to $76, depending if you're a resort guest, you do get a discount. If you're a DVC member, you get a discount. If you're an annual pass holder, you get a discount. Just for dogs? Mm-hmm. Pets um, include the, that it's like a cats. Dogs. No, they, no reptiles. There was a fish. We saw a fish. Wow. Really? Yep. His little bowl was sitting in a little room with other creatures. Sitting in a room in the middle of the Okay. That's excessive. You take your fish on vacation. Well, no one to take care of them while you're at home. Oh, and by the way, my condolences, Teresa, on the death of your (laughs) goldfish. (laughs) Oh, how tragic. (laughs) We got up and there was nothing in the bowl. Poor Roxy took it all out of the bowl. Uh, Is Kelvin like... Oh, he's... Yeah, he's beside himself. The cat has been banished. Yeah. She comes into the room and he'll he'll say, leave the room. I don't want to talk to you. And she'll turn around and leave. <laughs> Actually, Julie, I think you're right. They did I have the right. outdoor. We I were, know I'm right. 
right? We were oh, no, right. embarking when we were leaving. I had to think back. Oh, those are such sweet words to hear, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And it's being it. recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so you can like take that and continue that to play bite. it. I'm going to make that his ringtone. Yeah. You were right. You were right. <laughs> I wasn't even there and I knew she was right. I can see the look on her face. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh. But anyway, it is. It's an incredible facility. Everyone's really nice. Um, they even have like an outdoor area where you can come and walk your dog yourself. And then they also, I know they do like a walking trail you have to pay mm-hmm. extra for, which didn't we do that for Bailey and Zoe? Yes. Yeah. I've got a question. I don't know if you can answer this or not, but what if something is your ch- your child, your pet gets ill or something? Do they have like a vet on they call or do they call you to take them to the vet? Or? We had to leave our, our, our number there. There is a, there is a vet there and you have to sign something if you want them to um if something yeah. happens mm-hmm. they say okay if it's going to cost more than two hundred dollars to uh you know to help your pet you know we'll we'll call you or if you don't if you want us to call you anyway let us know right because some animals go in needing medication and i'm just yeah i mean they have i mean this is a vip that. place i mean it, it's expensive i mean it can add up real fast but especially with all the extras i mean there are play groups Fifteen dollars for two minutes playtime. Eight dollars for Was ten minutes. Fifteen dollars for two minutes. For thirty. Thirty. Oh, um, there, there's <laughs> cuddle. There's cuddle time. Eight dollars for ten minutes. Oh, yeah. Walk and explore. Um, you can do <laughs> ice cream break. Four dollars each. Premium bed. So your pet can go out and play with other people's pets. Yeah, it's play group. My sister brings her dog just for play group sometimes. Yep. Is it organized? It's like doggy That's daycare. That's a whole other story. Yeah, it's doggy it? daycare basically. Yeah. So they have organized activities or not necessarily organized, but I guess there's certain times of day they have play groups and you know, if whoever's dog has been signed up for it, they probably match them up size wise. I would imagine they're not like going to throw our miniature pincher in a room with a, you know, a great, <laughs> great Dane. Dane. <laughs> play. <laughs> <laughs> the little dog comes home pregnant. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> wow, that's where, that's where your mind goes, doesn't it? It does. I'm sorry. <laughs> they I was thinking of step on them. They have grooming too, so while your dog's oh, really? there, they can. We had their nails groomed. in a bath and stuff. Oh, how cool! And they'll let you tour the place. Oh yeah, you can see everything. Just stop in and say you want a tour, and they'll show you the suites and the villas. Klaus might need a night out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cuddle time. Yeah, the cats stay in condos. There's a two level and a four level condo. Form. So they can go, you know, up right. and down. It's cool. It sounds fascinating, and it, it sounds is. like people are doing it. So. I I say go for it, Kevin. Cool. I actually have an email I would like to read that came to us from Dan uh, D Pick D P I C on the boards. Um, and forgive me, my eyesight is really bad. Um, hi guys, like both Kathy and Corey, I rarely go anywhere without my camera. Check out my photo site and he sent us a link to his photo site. And this guy is an amazing photographer, by the way. Um, we'll actually put a link to his, uh, his photography site up so everybody can see it. I mean, this guy's an amazing photographer. Uh, one of the things I love about Walt Disney World is the opportunity to photograph such visually interesting things. One thing I especially find fun and challenging is taking photographs on rides especially dark rides, getting a decent image in Haunted Mansion or Pirates when it's nearly dark uh, and you're moving uh, really challenges you as a photographer. It's very tough, but when you get a good one, it's extremely rewarding. That brings me to Universal. Has Kathy or Corey ever wondered or asked why they do not allow photography on rides? 
That was a real downer when we went there a few years ago. Even an outdoor ride like Jaws didn't allow photography, which really ruined my one chance at nailing a 25-foot rubber fish with bad teeth. Uh, To me, it takes away from the experience, and while not allowing photography on rides isn't the only reason, it's one of the reasons we haven't gone back since. To me, photography is an integral part of the vacation experience. Uh, Lastly, I've mentioned this on the boards a couple of times, but I love to listen to the podcasts while on working vacations in Montana. I have spent many, many nights in a tent at night processing photos on my laptop while listening to the podcasts. And Pete, for your information, we backpack and I've heard your voice at night while at the same time I've heard wolves and coyotes howling in the distance. And there seriously isn't a flush toilet or any toilet for that matter within miles. Also, you haven't lived until you wake up in the morning and it's 30 degrees and you have to chip the ice out of the water jug before you can make the coffee. Not to mention the grizzly tracks underneath the food cache that's hanging 30 feet above the ground. <gasps> Love the show, Dan. Wow. He's a brave man. That's a brave man. Well, and I, I, I did respond back to him because he sent this in uh, in late December and I knew it was going to be a couple of weeks before I'd be able to answer him. And I knew what the answer was. So I, I sent him back an email. And in my response, I said to him, it's the only time you will hear my voice when there's no toilet around for miles and you're sleeping <laughs> in a tent. Um, and there are grizzly tracks anywhere. Um, the reason, uh, Dan, is that you cannot take pictures on the attractions at Universal is quite simple. Universal does not own the intellectual property the way Disney does. The rides that Disney has, for the most part, not all in all cases, but for the most part, the rides and attractions that Disney has, they own the intellectual property for. They developed it. They put it out through their studio. They have a whole chain of custody, basically, for the IP. So they can decide what, uh, where photography can be done and where it can't be. Universal doesn't have that. Universal is usually working with other studios, other producers. A great example is, uh, you know, Jaws is Steven Spielberg. So is E.T., so is Shrek. These are all Spielbergs. He owns the IP, the intellectual property for those. Uh, Universal was simply the movie studio that distributed the film or, uh, or was the studio where the film was shot. Um, but they don't own the property itself, per se. And so legally, they are in a different situation than Disney is. So it all comes down to legality. That's the reason you, uh, you can't. At least that's what was told to me. Um, and that's what I've always understood to be the case. It's simply because Universal doesn't have the rights to allow photography on those attractions. Um, and uh, Universal's very, very, very different, very weird. Don't bother trying to bring a nice camera to Halloween Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won't let you in. They will literally turn you away at the gate if you have anything that looks like it could even cons- possibly be considered professional. They'll turn your way at the escalator, like by uh, where you park. Yeah. VIP. Yeah. He'll check your bags, and if he sees a big camera, you either need to be on a media list or you're not getting in. It's crazy. It's wow. crazy. Oh, they're 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 crazy with it, and. You know, there are people that have nice cameras that aren't, you know, professional photographers. And Universal is just positively okay with turning those people away. But, you know, after that email came in, and I got to thinking, you don't see as many people at Universal even trying to take pictures like you do at Disney. Mm -hmm. They're not trying to capture those memories or something. Yeah. It's weird. 
Well, I think it, I think part of that, I don't think all of it, but I think part of that is the fact that Universal creates a fairly hostile environment for taking pictures. They really do. Um, you can't take pictures on anything. You know, it's just, it's, it's just, it's different. It's different. And again, it comes down to that legality. And I understand that, but you know, Disney's a lot. Disney just has a whole different philosophy when it comes to that stuff. But it's I appreciate, I appreciate the, uh, uh, the email, Dan, and I really appreciated the link to your photography site because I'm telling you, you want to talk about just gorgeous nature photography. I mean, this guy's a pro, pro, pro photographer. Didn't he say he was on a working trip to Montana? Yeah, I guess he goes out there and he takes these incredible pictures that are on his website. And then he, you know, processes them in his tent in the The middle of... The man's man. You getting all excited over there? (laughs) Rugged guy out there. Interesting. As much as I might want to take those kind of pictures, you're not going to find me out there camping either. It's people like that that are good that can do that, though, because then Mm -hmm. us people that stay at home inside get to look at it. That's right. I'm not going to camp in the cold, I can tell you that. Well, I guess, you know, when it's your job and you love what you do, God bless them. Grizzly bears really scare me. Those pictures, I tell you, really and truly, go check out this guy's website. The pictures are phenomenal. So thank you for that, Dan. Our next voicemail comes to us from Mike. At some point, there it is. Hi, podcast crew. My name is Mike. I'm Guzzy on the boards. And I have a question about uh, DVC membership and what you folks think about the uh, purchasing through Disney versus purchasing through a reseller. I was wondering if uh, what you thought about the, the good and bad of each each option. I'd appreciate any information. I love listening to the show. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. All right. Well, thank you very much uh, for calling in, Mike. Um, pros and cons of DVC through Disney and through resale. Well, let's start with Disney. Um, you know, I got to be honest. I don't think there's really an advantage to buying through Disney over. I mean, sometimes you'll get some specials, but the bottom line is in the resale market, you're you're getting the same contract. You're getting the same contract that you would get if you had bought through Disney. You're just getting it for much, much less. In some cases, as much as twenty or thirty dollars less a point. Wow. Um, and you know, now keep in mind that Disney controls that. Disney has right of first refusal on all resales. So before somebody can go and sell their Disney their, their DVC membership, uh, Disney gets the right of first refusal. They can look at it and say, you know. Yeah, we'll buy it. We'll buy it back. Um, or no, no, that's okay. You can go ahead and sell it. And they can also, you know, say no that you can't charge that price. That price is too low. I mean, they do have a lot of control over it. It's Disney. Um, but you know, we work uh, specifically with the Timeshare Store. They're an advertiser on the site, and uh, they've been around. They've been around longer than the Diz has, and the Diz is 14 years old this year. Uh, so they've been in business for a very long time. They're licensed real estate brokers. They're bound under really strict laws, especially here in Florida where timeshare sales are concerned. Um, And I'll tell you now, Tom Yeary, who owns the timeshare store, is about as honest and decent a man as you'll ever meet. Uh, And they'll step you through that process. They'll step you through that process. Um, Is there a con to working with them? Not that I've ever heard. 
I mean, there might be something on the DVC boards on disboards.com. Um, I haven't gone through that process, but you know, they have, I mean, other than the fact that you can't really specify exactly how many points you want, you have to buy a con, you know, the contracts come with the points that were originally purchased. So, you know, you may be looking for 700 points, but there are no contracts out there for 700 points at Wilderness Lodge. But you can save anywhere from five to $30 per point. Exactly. So, you know, it's so, uh, some people, what they do is they buy multiple contracts, you know, do things like that. Um, you know, I, I guess that would be the one advantage of going through Disney is you could specify at the time of sale exactly how many points you wanted. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you, um, a lot of people very happy with the timeshare store. They're not the only DVC reseller in Orlando, just the ones that we work with that we know that we can vouch for. But uh, I would definitely say go through resale, especially right now. Um, the price of DVC just goes up and up. This does not lose value. This does not lose any value. So I would say just go go through resale. Go to the timeshare store. We'll put a link to them on the and show. And Tom Yuri also wrote something for the Diz, uh, warning signs for buyers and sellers uh, in the Disney Vacation Club resale market. So it's something we'll link to also. That's good, yeah. So if you don't book through them, it's stuff you should still watch out for. Tom is a Tom is a good old fashioned Southern gentleman. So what he reminds me of when I talk to him, he's just a good old fashioned Southern gentleman. So, well, thank you for that, Mike. Who else has an email they'd like to read? Jules. This is from Ace Cagle. I have no idea if that's his real name or not. It sounds like a superhero. Yeah, really, <laughs> or a rock star. <laughs> um. First, I'd like to thank you for all the information that you supply, both through your podcast and through the website. You are a blessing to all of us out here that have to have our Disney World fix. Um, he has three questions. How far in advance does Disney make available the park hours and extra magic hours? Via Kathy, 180 days. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, when they're on top of things. Yeah. Right. He also asked if the hoop de doo review is a year-round event or if it's seasonal. It is a year-round event. You'll be able to go no matter when you visit. And then um, they're coming for Thanksgiving. So he wanted to find out about scheduling Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party and other special events that they'll have going on. Those dates have not been released for this year yet. And we have no idea when they will be. There's no certain scheduling to that. So you just have to keep an eye out on the site um, for when that might be happening. Hope you do is wonderful. Yeah, I like that show. What a great show. It's a lot of fun. What a great show. And the food's good, too. Cool. Thank you very much. Julie? Mrs. Whirling. Kathy, here's a question. Are you guys going to keep us updated every so often on the show about the grand total raise so far for Give Kids the World? I know we can see the total through first giving, but is Dave updating it with the totals and checks and text messages? Thanks, a.k.a. Stitch Lover. She's Suzette Claire. Yes, Suzette, we are. Um, uh, Give Kids the World is providing us with information weekly right now on what's coming in through text messages and what's coming in through uh, just checks being sent. As long as when you send the checks, you're addressing it to Give Kids the World, power of 10, $1 million challenge. This way they know that it's a check being sent for that. Otherwise, they have no idea uh, the check's coming in for that. But as long as you're delineating that, when you send in a check, that will come in our report we do not know who you are. They are not releasing, nor do we need to. Um, we're not getting your names or any, any of that stuff, your email addresses or any of that. 
uh, with that. What they are just giving us, they are just giving us a total. And I, I love how much, how many ideas are coming in from people. And, and that's exactly the whole point of this was to plant the seed and then let the community run with it and let them come up with creative ways to try and get the message out there. And, uh, it's already starting to happen. And I think, you know, I, I haven't checked it the last couple of days, but uh, I know we're about four or $5,000 somewhere in that range, uh, with what we've raised so far. And, uh, we haven't gotten this week's update yet from give kids the world. So we'll, uh, but we will keep we will keep uh, uh, absolutely talking about That's it. Believe me, you guys are going to be so sick of hearing about the power of ten. Um, it's but too bad, too bad. <laughs> We're raising money for for give kids the world. We want to send sick kids to Disney. So if you got a problem with that? There's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> so well, am I wrong? You're looking no, at me like no, I'm crazy. No, I'm fine. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. All right. Well, thank you for that, Kathy. Jay, what do you got? Oh, back to me. Uh, I got an email here from Bob Ryan, who is Oilhead Bob on the boards. Oh, that's an interesting name. <laughs> I love that. It's got something to do with cars, I think. I asked him. I hope time. so. I hope it's not a hygiene problem. <laughs> Oilhead Bob. Hello, podcast crew. We recently returned from a five-day Disney vacation and stayed at our DVC home, Kadani Village. There are two tapestries on the wall with people's names on them. Didn't get a chance to ask cast members, so I was hoping you could tell me what they represent. Are those people the first DVC members at Kadani Village? Are they special cast members, etc.? Looking towards your reply. Thank you. For people all who you didn't do. pay their contract who were entombed <laughs> in, the, in the walls. <laughs> Thank you for all you do. The podcast helps to make Northern Virginia traffic bearable. Can't wait until April for the ABD Backstage Magic Tour. He's going with us in April. Oh, cool! It's on our list. Oil head. You'll get to see. Him. I'll get to find out just how oily the head is. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is, they are names that represent the original founding members of the Disney Vacation Club for there. Oh. So, I can remember the first time I went over there, and the, the name that jumped out at me was Del Prince. And I'm like, could it be? And I wrote Aaron and asked him. And it was who it was, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, interesting. They're also in a room called a library room, but no books. No books. No it's in, books. It, yeah, it looks like a, out over where all the animals are above. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's real interesting. I was over there um, during Christmas to visit some people, and it's fun to walk around. Who are you there. visiting? Nancy Johnson. Oh. Is that okay? Went over there to have dinner. Was she Is running around? Okay? The, was she running around the yeah. savannah? She was. She was, she was actually like a mini tour guide, rushing. You know how she talks real fast, uh -huh. up and down. This, this is this, this is that, this is that. I'm like, okay. Who well. talks fast? Nancy Johnson. No not way. <laughs> not Nancy. <laughs> Bless her heart. You know, it's funny. Is even when I read her Facebook updates, I read them really fast. I, I do too. It's like, oh. <laughs> and she, she was texting me last night, and I was like reading it really fast. I'm like, oh wait a minute, I'm reading this. Like it's, and, and Grace said, why is it when you always refer to Nancy Johnson, you always say Nancy Johnson? It's not just Nancy. Nancy. I said, I don't know. Yeah, did we know more than one Nancy? No. No. Yeah, really. That's odd. Isn't that odd? That's like me like always referring to you as Julie Martin. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to try. It's just Nancy from now on. Just Nancy. I'm having lunch with Julie Martin. No, it's just Nancy. <laughs> just Nancy. Got to do jazz hands with that. Just Nancy. But anyway, it's a fascinating resort. <laughs> going back to that. But. That's her new name now, Just Nancy. Just Nancy. <laughs> I, I dub it so. Just Nancy. Nancy. With, oh, with jazz hands. It's got to have jazz hands. Ah. Just Nancy. Just Nancy. <sighs> okay. Thank 
Okay. All right, cool. Who else has one? Uh, this comes from No Name. Um, it's a question we get <laughs> we get a lot. Uh, is there yeah. any transportation from Port Orleans Riverside to Universal Studios Orlando? Yeah, it's a regular. If so, you know, any information would be appreciated. There's not any transportation that you're going to find Disney supplying to Universal, but there is a um, a package you can get with Universal. It's the, uh, the I t- actually wrote back transfer. to this woman. Oh, did you? Yeah. What's her name? Lisa England. Oh, okay. Good deal. <laughs> no name. Good job. <laughs> no name. Her name is but no name. But if you, for other people, Jess they should Hansen. know. <laughs> now, the, um, this, it includes transportation, but it also includes a one-day two-park ticket. Uh, for an adult, it's $114.99. A child is $104.99. If you want just transportation, you know, I would recommend Mears. Yeah, you can call Mears twenty. You have to call them twenty four hours in advance, yes. and they'll come get you. Come get you. Mm-hmm. Take you on a ride. <laughs> well, their town cars are very nice. Town car service is okay. Um, their ta- I would not get in a Mears. Ta- I, honestly, I'm not kidding. Do not get in a Mears taxi. Do not get in a metered Mears taxi. It's scary. The one time I was in, it's I disgusting mean, it how they like- haven't done something about it. I don't know, but the, it, it's. I, I've got to be honest. It is. It is horrible. It's it's it is frightening, and these cars are dirty and it was beat nasty. up. Yeah, and the drivers are nasty and curse and spit out the window and Ew. generally act like. Oh, your window trash. wasn't down. <laughs> it was I mean, just nasty. It's awful. It was just. I felt like I wasn't even in the United States anymore when I got in there. It was like, where where am I? You know, it was like driving. Down, I mean, he was like driving fast, and he had this little tower of plastic like rubber made drawers full of papers and they were like flying all over the van and it was just weird <laughs> twilight zone taxi it was bob as taxi driver <laughs> just bizarre i mean anyway so oh well who else anyone okay yeah uh this is jackie from juno alaska hi i'm a podcast listener can you see I'm russia totally, from your house yeah <laughs> And I'm totally excited that you are headed to Alaska in May. I've lived in Juneau and have been a volunteer for the Visitor Center for many years. If you want any inside information on Juneau and Southeast Alaska, I'm happy to provide it. Also, I don't know if this seems odd, but if you'd like a local to tour you around, I would also be happy to do that. Oh, isn't that nice? Kind of like John Mooland in Australia. Yeah. Um, It's not uncommon for those of us who live here to play guide to friends and friends of friends when they come in on the boats, as we call them. I do understand that you have plans of your own, but wanted to extend a little Alaskan hospitality. I'm happy to field any questions you might have about traveling in Alaska. Pack your rain gear, she says. Thanks much. Jackie. Well, actually, we're going to be doing um, uh, the Adventures by Disney add-on with both the Alaska cruise and with the Mediterranean cruise. And for those who are not familiar, this is where they kind of mesh a Disney cruise line vacation with an Adventures by Disney vacation. And instead of like you know going off on your own or doing shore excursions, ABD takes you, and yeah. like they have this whole this whole itinerary planned of things that they That's do with great. you. That's great. So I can't wait. I can't wait to have that experience. That's so I'm assuming that May must be a rainy time, because she says pack your rain gear. I don't have rain gear. <laughs> <laughs> I have rain gear. I'm going adventures by Disney. They'll have to carry me. 
I expect my I expect the guy to put put his 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 jacket down over puddles like they do for the queen. I just thought it was a very nice gesture. That is very sweet. That is sweet. You know, I, I thought it was really awesome. But there are some questions I do have about about Alaska I'll, in general and Juno in specific. I'll forward so. you this email. Yeah. Thanks, this, so thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. This really has nothing to do with that, but it made me think when you're talking about um, mention Australia. Did you see the tsunami that hit yeah. there? No. It, Brisbane, was it? Brisbane, yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh my gosh. Was it bad? Oh, yeah. people died. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it was like a flash flood, a mountain of water coming through. Oh my God, no, Just I didn't. yesterday, or I saw the news yeah. this morning. I, no, I didn't see anything yes. about that. I haven't been so, watching the news. Thinking, I was thinking about all our people in Australia. We'll definitely have to keep them in our Just, prayers. It looked horrible. I saw some video this morning, and it was like, you know. They say Br- swept away. And they and say Brisbane is just a gorgeous city. That's one of the places I'm dying to go back to. Well, part of it's probably missing now because mm-hmm. it got swept away. Mm. Oh, what a shame. But just all the rain they've been having is like six inches in 30 minutes or something. Oh, my God. So. Wow. I'm glad we don't have tsunamis. Yeah. But anyway, that, that just made me think of that. I wanted to put a shout out to those people. All right. All right. Last but certainly not least, our last voicemail for the show. Lisa. She's real quiet. She's very quiet. (laughs) Hello, Lisa. I know it's there. I listened to it. I think maybe there's just a long leader before she comes on. She's composing herself. She's shy. She's very shy. It's okay, Lisa. <laughs> Come out from behind the curtain. Come closer, child. Know my wonder. <laughs> so it's new, gang. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for Lisa to come in the room. All right, that's weird. What? I, I know there's a voicemail there. Should we use our psychic powers? <laughs> Let's guess what it's about. Lisa. All right. All right. Make yeah, sure you that's... contact her, Julie, and get that uh, mm-hmm. T-shirt. <laughs> no, I know there's a voicemail here. I mean, and the, the file's running. We could answer that question for you. I don't know. Let me see if I can bring it up a different way. Because I'm not editing the show. I'm not doing it. I'm a busy man. I have things to do. I'm not editing this show. How about a weather update, Julie? It's cloudy. (laughs) (laughs) Back to you, Corey. (laughs) It's about 65 degrees out, I'm guessing. We didn't get all that snow and ice that... Oh no! Thank God. The rest of the South got. But my little sister was praying for snow yesterday. <laughs> I think everybody was. I think she was doing a snow dance in her house. Did they get anything? No. no. She had to go to school. I miss those uh, snow days. I mean, every once in a while, I miss having a snow day. Yeah. All right, Lisa. I don't know what happened to your voicemail, and why it was here before, and it's gone now. But it's not playing for me. So and that was the, that was the last voicemail I had. Does anybody have another email? I do. This is from Kathy Warner. I would like to know the team's opinion of the new poo cue. And do they think it's a good sign? Oh, 
where I could take that. I know, that's why. Eighth grade bathroom humor. Do they think it's a good sign of things to come for the fantasy land expansion? Well, what's the poo queue? I haven't seen a new poo queue. Well, you know, then there's the wall of crap. <laughs> <laughs> the poo queue's over there by the bathroom, right? Where you wait in line. They've actually. Um, the Many Adventures of Pooh was closed. I remember mm-hmm. that. And they moved the tree from... Right. They brought One it over in front. Mm-hmm. And now they have like a little interactive area that when you come in, you take this little winding path and there's a sign that says adults and children. And there's little... Like... They separate you? So that the kids can like be playing while the grown-ups are standing in the queue. But so if you move up, what about your kid? Well, then I guess they, they can find you or whatever. It's never been that crowded when I've been there. But there's like some, um, he's pulling the thing close. I know he's coming. <laughs> no, I'm really, I'm really trying not to. I'm it sounds really... like a great way to lose your kid. Like no. I said, I haven't been there when it's been that crowded. But mainly the parents have been in there with the kids. But there's like little um, pieces of fruit that you can like bang on. And there's like a... <laughs> Like to make noise, and there's like a circular thing that has like flower pots that you spin. So there's it gay and bashing. Oh, <laughs> oh, little pieces of fruit. How sweet! And the cool one is there's an area that there's like these mats that you step on, and there's it says like no gophers allowed, and you step on the mats in front of the things, and you like sort of like guess which hole the gopher's gonna come up in. Like whack a mole. I heard it's really sort of. cool though. Well, he's actually was playing a video just now and does look cool. Yeah, I've got um, pictures that are going up. It might even be up. And this now, is the wall of poo. Yeah, and this is the wall of poo. But and then there's little storyboards and like when you walk in the line, you you knock on the little door and like the characters like, hey, what are you doing here? You're you're interrupting. It's real cute. But the really awesome they yell at you. Hey, what are you doing? Here? The really awesome part is is as you're walking through the there's like a wall of honey <coughs> that. When I walk by them, they're like, why do they have this lit up wall of honey? Like, Oh, it's cool. And you touch it and like mm-hmm. it shows your hand. No, it's, it's, no. it's not sticky. No, it's like a plasma screen or something. But you see your hand and people like draw things with it. In the, in the honey. Yeah, it's really neat. Yeah, it's really. It, but I wasn't I was in such a hurry to like go past. I'm like, OK, what's this? And if it hadn't been people like in front of me doing this, I wouldn't have caught that. But and I think they freshened up the ride. But to me, it's like now you have something to do in in the line. The poo cue. The poo cue. And I also heard that the technology behind the screen that it knows if you're trying to do something that uh, that's not Disney. You know, if you're trying to write oh, a curse really? word in there, that it, it, it won't it won't let you. Oh, that's oh my neat. gosh! How does it do that? Oh, that's that? no fun. <laughs> yeah, really. Pete's all mad. Pete's not the poo cue. <laughs> How interesting. Yeah, so I'll try it when I go. All so. life should be that way. <laughs> I'll have to go back and try that. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Facebook, if you're trying to write something bad. It just shows up in stars. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But I think, too, they also freshened up the ride itself. It seemed brighter hmm. when I'll I went through it. I'll have to check it out. i got to go over but, this. Yeah, I like the Winnie the Pooh I mean, ride. I think if they did that in more cues, that you had something to do, sort of like, you know, how soaring, but then mm. that gets sort of... A wall of honey. Yeah, you do some of the in the Peter Soren Pan Soren is a boring, boring cue. Well, but now when they have that game and everybody's like jumping up and down, you just want to go stay still, people. You know, have you ever done it when they've? 
I've never seen like, anyone get, jump up and down. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> just <if you> Kathy. <laughs> never in her life. She has never witnessed anyone jumping. Not in that queue. Usually everybody's like, oh. You have to, I guess you go like when it's like hours. busy, but you're like jumping up and down and you're batting at balls up on the screen. See, that that, that can entertain you. Huh. At Peter Pan, there's nothing to do there. It's like, oh, hi. see you yeah. again. Hi. So, hi. Do you think they're, they're thinking of doing more of these? I, I hope mean, so. That would be great. Hope. That would be good, yeah. You know, it seems like they're trying to do stuff. Instead of stuff walking with, through chains, you know? Yeah. It seems like they're trying to do more stuff with cues well, and lines. Well, you almost have to with the Harry Potter thing. You know, they made that cue interesting. And Toy Story yeah. Mania, I was thinking, yeah. too. You got to think about yeah. that stuff because you look at that, that wait time. Oh, I'm not going to stand there 70 minutes, you know? Especially if there's nothing interesting to look there's at. there's nothing yeah. to do, then I'll move on. Sorry, we'll get that next Yeah, time. and that was something that Universal really got right with yeah. that attraction was the mm-hmm. queue line for Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I mean, just beyond mm-hmm. anything I've ever seen before. I mean, you almost incredible. don't want to rush through it. I don't no. care for the ride, but I like it's the It's an attraction. Yeah. It's it an attraction. is. It's yeah. an attraction in and of itself. So maybe Disney's, you know, attempting to do a little bit of that, which and would be great. that would be the ultimate compliment to Universal mm-hmm. um, if Disney starts ripping off their ideas because mm-hmm. normally it's the other way around. So... But um, all right. Well, thank you for that, Kathy. Thanks, everybody, for sending in your voicemails and emails. Again, if you have a question for the team you'd like us to read on the show, podcast at wdwinfo.com is the email address. Voicemails toll free in the U.S., Canada, and Mexico, 1 310 9662, or directly 407 574 5093. Thanks, everyone, for. Emails and voicemails. Thanks for being here. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you again next week with another episode of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great week. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. <laughs>